Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the bullpen. In the bullpen today, we have a special bullpen. Remember the pastor who was arrested for watering his neighbor's plants. Well, we have Pastor Jennings on the show along with his legal counsel. We will get to them in just a moment. Before we do this interview, I wanna remind you of the egregious acts of Alabama police. Here it is. Howdy. Hey man, how's it going? Pretty good. What you doing here, man? Waterfly. Are they saying that, is that your vehicle? It's not? It's the neighbor's vehicle. The neighbor's? 314, I'll be on 13. Okay. You live here? No, I don't live here. Okay. Uh, they saying that this vehicle is not supposed to be here and you're not supposed to be Who's here? Who's saying that? They called about it. I don't know who I, called. I, I'm supposed to be here. I'm Pastor Jennings. I live across the street. You're Pastor Jennings? Yes, I'm looking out for their house while they're gone. Okay. Uh, Why didn't they fly? Okay. Well, that's cool. Now, do you have like ID? And I don't all? know, man. I'm not gonna be you no know, ID. Why not? I ain't did nothing wrong. And did well, you look, suspicious. listen, listen. I'm not saying do nothing wrong. Nah, listen, There's a suspicious I was, person. Look, I used to be a police officer in Goodwater. Don't come in with that. Okay. Look, man. Don't do this to me. Yeah. There's a suspicious person in the yard, and if you're not one to identify yourself, I don't have to identify myself. I'm just not a. I stop and identify state. That guy know me, he came to my store that got broke in. I live right over there across the street. Who calls y'all? That's what we gotta figure out. But yeah, first, I... Calls? Do you live here? He don't live here. You think I'm, I'm not saying nothing illegal. about... Well, you have no right call. to approach me if I ain't did nothing well, suspicious listen. or nothing wrong. Listen. Told him I'm a pastor. Listen. I passed him to I don't hear Sir. You wanna lock me up? Lock me up. Nobody... I'm terrible. We got one that's not listening to it. Look, man, let me see your phone. Let me see your phone, dude. Just calm down, okay? No, no. Stop. I like this. Okay. We're just trying to talk to you and Sir, see. I don't, I'm not, I don't want to argue with you, okay? I don't, All right, yeah. go ahead and do what you got to do, Doc. You do what you got to do. Go on okay. and lock me up. Look, just have a seat. It's already a lawsuit. You're just. It's already a lawsuit, Doc. Yes, sir. It's okay. Just have your name. I, I decided. He asked me who I was. I you didn't give it to me when I first Pastor asked. Jennings. What you doing here, man? Waterfly. I'm supposed to be here. I'm Pastor Jennings. I live across the street. I told you I was here wanting to fly. But How do I know that's the truth? Anybody? I had water holes in my hand. I was wanting A couple of dynamics here I need to highlight for the record. Number one, Pastor Jennings did identify himself. Number two, he did identify his address by pointing directly to his home. Number three, his wife did come out later and present another form of identification that was disregarded by the cops. In addition to that, well, when they called this in, they said, and I quote, we got one who's not listening to us. You see, that is not a statutory violation whatsoever. There was no reason for the police interaction. Uh, Pastor Jennings was completely correct in his assertion of his rights as a man in Alabama. There's a lot more. Uh, so we do have Pastor Jennings. We also have Bethany Embry Jones, who is his lawyer. His other lawyer is Harry Daniels, civil rights attorney. Uh, we have Ms. Jones with us and Pastor Jennings. Thank you both. Welcome to Indisputable. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Pastor Jennings, I'm going to start with you. I would like you to give us in your words, how did you feel that day? And what was going through your mind as you were being taken to jail for literally being a good Samaritan? Well, 
You know, in 1776, we have what we call Declaration of Independence. Says we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. And we are endowed with power from our creator to live life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness to have that. And I felt like they took away my pursuit of happiness. And I felt like I was kidnapped. And when it first came up, when the officer first approached me, I knew it was something insidious because of the way that he parked around back. He slowly parked around back and walked around front. If I was burglarizing, he didn't want to stop a burglar. He wanted to catch a burglar. So when he came up, you'll notice at the first part of the video, he, he didn't get agitated until I refused to get my ID. So and then if you'll notice at the last part of the video, he was agitated because I didn't give my ID. Even after I was ID, he was still agitated because they want to get you in the system. They want to see, you never realize you done messed up. So let me see if I can find something. So that's what I think it was alluding to. But it, it was shameful and it was surreal. I couldn't believe that was happening. I watch your show all the time with a fan and I didn't think I would end up on it. <laughs> wow, Pastor, well, thank you for being a fan of the show. That's high honor to me coming from a man like yourself. Um, and I appreciate how you stood up for yourself and stood up for your rights. Let's talk about what happened after you were arrested. We actually were the first news outlet to get the video, the full video of the arrest. We can hear the police officers basically trying to figure out what to charge you with. Um, for this question, I'm going to go to Miss Jones. Miss Jones, I know by now you have heard that video where the officers are trying to figure out what in the world can we charge this man with? And it seems as if they're making it up as they go. Can you give us some insight to that conversation legally? And what claim did they initially use to justify the arrest? We know the charges were eventually dropped, but what did they initially say was the reason for this arrest? Initially, they said that he was impeding an investigation. They had got a call for a suspicious person and that because he wouldn't give his identification, he was impeding that investigation. However, like you said, as you listen on the remaining portions of the video, they're like, well, what do we charge him with? They even said a couple of times, well, if he's lawfully on the property and he has permission to be here and he has permission to water the flowers, then he's not trespassing. So they couldn't charge him with trespassing. So they knew after the neighbor identified him, which was like the fifth time he was identified, she identified him and she even said he has permission to be on the property. They are friends. He waters their flowers all the time while they are out of town. This is my fault. They still had nothing to charge him with. In this situation, they used their power because they were being abusive of their power. And they took away our client's Fourth Amendment rights to unlawful search and seizure. You even saw in the video you just showed, they took his phone. Why did they take his phone? They took his phone before he was even in handcuffs. That again is another violation of his rights. He did not have to give them his phone, but he did. He was complying, he gave them his information. But who walks next door with their ID? Nobody. Wow, let's do this. Uh, Pastor Jennings, somebody called the police according to the police. We're gonna get into that in just a moment. I'm gonna ask you, who, who do you think called the police? But in the video, we clearly also see where the police, they say they don't believe you. They don't believe that you're Pastor Jennings. They don't believe that you live where you live according to their narrative. You've identified yourself, you've identified your address. You didn't have to do all this, but you did, all right? You did, uh, Alabama law does not support uh, their proclamation, uh, it supports yours. But you identified yourself, they didn't believe you. They then go to a white female neighbor, the neighbor then identifies you. 
they believe her. They don't require identification from her in order to believe her identity of you. But in order to believe your identity of yourself, they required in your own community that you present identification, which by the way, your wife eventually came out and presented that ID. Do we know as of yet who called the police and why? Yes, it was the uh, it was the neighbor, the one that explained. The matter of fact, she said in the video, "It's my fault." She yep. said, "It's my fault." And uh, far as I know, she constantly asked them not to arrest me when I was inside the car. She was asking them, "Do I have to be arrested?" And uh, I think the reason I was arrested because one of the officers, if you could hear it on the video, he came up screaming at me, saying, "Shut up, shut up, shut up! You talk too much." And uh, I said, "You don't holler at me, boy. I'm a full grown man." And he said, 10, 15, lock him up. He now, you, you've been a pastor in Alabama for a long time. You have worked as an advocate for those who need spiritual guidance. But you also are well aware of the law. Yes. When, at what point during this interaction did you realize these guys are going to illegally arrest me. At what point did you realize that? When I when I got ready to walk off and told them, you can't hear this on the video. I think it was cut. Yeah. I walked up. I said, I'm going to the back to warn the flowers. Y'all do what you got to do. He said, if you walk away from me, I'm going to arrest you. That that's not said on the video. And as I walked away and they grabbed my arm, that's when it got surreal. I'm like, for real? You know, they're going to do this? And it even agitated me more. But I knew then uh, they were going to at least arrest me and hold me for uh, detain me through a 1026. Pastor, how long have you and your wife lived in that community? About seven years now. Seven years. And the neighbor clearly, the one who called the police, clearly said to the cops, I made a mistake. I made yes. an error here, okay? At that time, she has now corroborated your story, your ID. Your wife has come out, literally presented ID, pulled it out, tried to hand it to the officers. The officers said, well, it's too late now, basically. It's, it's way too late for that. Let me go to Ms. Jones. Attorney Jones, was it too late for the officers to correct their illegal arrest at that point and let Mr. Jennings, Pastor Jennings go? We don't believe that that it was too late because they indicated that in order for them to do their job, they have to investigate. Well, if she brought the ID, he had been identified four other ways. So he had been identified, he had provided enough identification. In this situation, again, like you said, they were trying to figure out what to charge him with. I think because he didn't comply and answer their questions the way that they wanted him to comply. They said, we're gonna lock him up. And we're not going, we're gonna put him in the system. And we're gonna make sure that he does not do this to another police officer. But the reality here is they were not following the law. They were not following the law when it truly came to being able for him to identify himself. Cuz he was not on um, public property, he was on private property. That's correct. To my understanding of Alabama law, the only time where law enforcement can say, hey, show me your ID right now is if you are on public property. They do not have that same right on private property. Is my reading of the Alabama law accurate, Madam Attorney? That is Turner? correct, yes. Okay, so the pretext was completely unlawful. The affecting the arrest was unlawful. So now what happens, Attorney Jones, will there be uh, would there be a massive lawsuit against this department? What's the next legal move here? Yes, we are planning to file a federal lawsuit against um, the city of Chillisburg as well as the 
police department with regards to what has happened to our client. Like I said earlier, his Fourth Amendment rights have been violated. There are some other state laws that have been violated in the situation. And we'll certainly make sure you get a copy of the complaint when we get it filed. Thank you so much. Uh, Pastor Jennings, I gotta say this, dear brother. When we saw this story, I had no idea that you were a fan of this show. Just so you know that I'm highly honored that you're a fan of the program. And uh, very proud of how you stood up for yourself. Uh, what would you like to say to individuals who are harassed by the police or people who have had their rights violated by law enforcement and they may not have, um, they may not have it on video. They may not have corroborators like you do. What would you say to them right now? I would say to them, you know, if you are approached in such a manner, just try to remember everything that took place right before you seek out an attorney, try to write down everything, date everything that you faced. Because I've had a lot of people come to me and tell me, hey, this happened to me, that happened to me about a year ago, police yep. did this. But to try to record everything. And by no means am I anti-police. I don't want people to think that because there's bad preachers just as well as there's bad Police. That's right. So I want to, I wish we could bridge a gap between municipalities and the community. And I know police got a very stressful job, very stressful job, but we can't go out and take our feelings, our personal issues out on the community. That only makes it worse. That's right, dear brother. And Pastor Jennings, before you go, let me pose this to you. The community that you live in, obviously your neighbor got it wrong. It is now a national story. How has the response been from those in your local community? It's been very positive. Um, even I have anything, I don't hold anything against my neighbors. I still speak to them. I, matter of fact, I've talked to her husband since the incident and he was telling me how bad uh, she feels about it. So uh, I love that neighbor just as well as I love the one where I was warning the foul. We may not yeah. have to like them all the time, but we have to love them anyway. Look but, at uh, you, man. So it's still, uh, it's still a pretty good uh, environment around here. I haven't received a whole lot of negativity. Uh, Pastor Michael Jennings, a true man of God, uh, please tell your family I said hello. Very thankful for your continued leadership. Um, Attorney Jones, let's stay on top of this. Please inform me of the updates as they come. Uh, this was one of the most egregious and ridiculous arrests I've seen in, in many years. Um, but I'm glad that Pastor Jennings is alive to tell the story because as you know, it has gone the other way for many, many African American males who decided to stand up for themselves and stand up for their rights. Thank you both. Yes. Thank and you. My goddaughter said hello. Say that. Say that again. My goddaughter, she's a fan. Tabitha Perry. She said, "Tell him hello." Tabitha, <laughs> thank you so much. Hello back to you. Uh, I, I'm so humble. I'm so thankful uh, that you all are uh, that you all appreciate the platforms of truth. Thank sure. you. Thank you.